is the Emerge and Expand podcast episode number one. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how to survive in business, especially when it feels hard. So let's get into it. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Catherine McKenzie-Smith, and I'm so excited that you're here for the first official episode of the Emerge and Expand podcast. I (laughs) wanted to have an intro. That has not happened yet. I don't know if it will. Uh, Do we care about intros, fancy intros anymore? I'm not sure. The other thing as well is I want to be completely honest with you right off the bat. This was not the episode I had originally planned as the first episode of this podcast. If you go back and listen to episode zero, which is the introduction to the podcast, you'll hear me saying that I am planning to cover a range of topics around business, strategy, content, energy, and doing business differently. And my intention was to walk you through my start to finish monthly content planning system to kick things off with some practical and implementable strategy. But as you'll come to learn about me, especially if you're new here, one of my life and business mottos is to follow the energy. So that episode will be coming up soon. And if you're in need of support to create content, you can get started straight away by heading to emergeandexpand.com slash 30, which is just the numbers three and zero, and grabbing my free 30-day content planner to get a sneak peek of how I plan my content and what is coming in that episode. So then what are we talking about in this episode? As I said, where is the energy right now? And the energy is in conversations I've been having every day, probably for the past month or so with clients, new coaches, and people in my community who are just starting out and coming to the harsh realities of what being a business owner actually is. And I get it right. Probably the majority of us got into business because we learned a skill such as becoming a coach, an energy practitioner of some sort, a digital marketing consultant, a VA, whatever it might be, the service itself or the skill set itself is not really relevant, um, but it will definitely apply to you, I imagine, in some way. And social media, the online space has maybe led us to believe that we get the training, we decide to set up a business, we create a website, we open our Instagram account and boom, clients. But what happens then is once the shine of this amazing dream starts to rapidly tarnish, it can feel very overwhelming, especially at the start, because there's so much that needs to be done. There's so much that we're not seeing. And what that is, is that you're not just a mindset coach or a Reiki practitioner, but you're all also suddenly the social media manager, the salesperson, the tech support, the website builder, copywriter, and you even have to fetch your own coffee. I used to joke pre-2020 that no one warns you that the work from home or work from anywhere dream actually means realizing how much toilet paper you go through and having to pay for that. And realizing how much you've relied on temperature control in your office space over the years in your full-time job. I don't know about anyone else, but those things nobody told me about when I was first starting out. And I know these days this doesn't really work anymore because most of us know what working from home looks like now. But there are plenty of other things that we don't see in everybody's highlights reel of what actually having a business really means and what it really looks like. Probably the most common thing that people say to me, and you know what? I'm being totally honest in full transparency. I even say it to myself even now sometimes is that we didn't get into business to do the admin, the marketing, write sales pages, create websites, be experts on funnels and have to spend so much time thinking about how to get clients and make money versus actually showing up and being of service or holding space for those clients. I get it. 
And so here's the crux of the episode. Seriously, if you just want to listen to this one thing I'm about to say and then stop listening and go and listen to something else, I will be totally fine with that. Sit with it, be uncomfortable with it, question it, decide how you feel about it. Know that I've been in business for a minute, but also a minute in the grand scheme of things is a teeny tiny amount of time when I plan on spending the rest of my life showing up and committing to the exploration of not just being a business owner and having a business, but also the deeper work of sole purpose that I have committed to in doing that. It's still not that long in the grand scheme of things. All right, here it comes. Okay, now I just feel like I'm building it up too much. Uh, So I'm going to go for it. If you find yourself thinking this, if you're frustrated and annoyed and despondent about all the other parts of business you need to do alongside the thing that you're actually wanting to do, which is the coaching or whatever service you provide, it is absolutely okay to feel all of those things. It's okay to have off days. It's okay to be frustrated that your sales page is not looking the way that you wanted it to or that you just lost all your social media content that you spent three hours writing. It's okay to find yourself crying over something that didn't work out the way you wanted it to or that you just want to run away. It's okay to have all of those days and I guarantee you that you will have them. That's the roller coaster of life. That's going to happen even when you find the thing that is your sole purpose, the reason that you're on this earth at this very moment in time, the thing that you have said yes to as you've started this business. And anyone who tells you that once you find your thing, you'll be happy and fulfilled and never feel like you're working and all of that rubbish, just smile at them and then get the fuck out of there because it's not realistic and it's not true. No matter which path that you take in your life, you are going to have days where you're not sure if it's the right thing for you, where you're not sure if it's what you really want or if it's worth all of the heartache or the time and energy that you're putting into it. That is absolutely fine. It's fine to feel all of that, to experience it and to set yourself up knowing that there are going to be days that feel like that and that that doesn't mean that you're a bad coach. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't be doing this or you're on the wrong path or you need to buy another course or program or certification in order to stop feeling like that. It is so very, very human. When you're saying yes to what might feel like your deeper calling, your sole purpose or just something you're deeply passionate about pursuing, Guess what? It will invite you to evolve into the next version of you in order to have the capacity to receive everything that's associated with saying yes to that. And often with that comes some very human messiness, emotions, healing, revisiting old patterns and wounds and trauma that your nervous system has stuffed into a cupboard and shut the door on and you haven't thought about for 20 years. So what I'm going to say next, which is the thing, I am not saying it to discount or invalidate the real feels that come with every up-leveling, with every stepping into that calling or that purpose or that new life direction that you might be taking. We're all coming to this journey with different lived experiences, different identities and personal circumstances. So in no way am I saying that it's not okay to feel all of that and to go through it because it's just so human of us to be on that journey. But this is the real bit. This is the way to survive in business as I've personally come to be with it at this point in my journey. That may not feel right for you. I'm just going to say it. 
if all your energy and brain space continues to focus on what you wish business was, what you wish could or would happen so that you didn't have to do all the things that having and running and growing a business entails, what energy do you have left for actually showing up and holding space for clients, doing what needs to be done and creating a business that you love based on what you can control? Let me just say that again. If all your energy and brain space continues to focus on what you wish business was, what you wish would or could happen, things that are totally out of your control so that you didn't have to do all the things that your business needs you to do in order to run, grow and just exist in the world. What energy do you have left for actually showing up and holding space for those clients? If we're focusing all our energy on, oh, I wish I didn't have to do these things. I wish that I could just post something on Instagram and just have a flood of clients send me DMs. And my all-time favorite, I wish that I was further ahead. I wish I had this many clients already. I wish I was where such and such is in their business. And don't get me wrong, it is so important that we have goals, that we have things that we're working towards, and that we are putting energy into the things that we really want and desire in our businesses. That is why we started businesses in the first place. But sitting and wishing that things were different, that these things things didn't need to be done is not helping us get any further along, build momentum and feel better about are we actually going to make it? Thinking about, is this possible for me? How am I ever going to get clients? Why would somebody work with me? As much as it's such a human thing and we're dealing with our own vulnerability and our visibility stuff and we're putting something out into the world that we've potentially never done before. So let's be gentle and compassionate with ourselves and then look to what can I do to make this happen? What do I need to learn? Who do I need to become? What am I committing to in order to make this a reality, in order to set up systems or automations or outsource things or find a way to make money that feels really aligned and good for me? I always share this story from Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Big Magic, about the shit sandwich. And I'm so sorry if you thought this podcast wasn't going to have swears in it. But in the book, she talks about not focusing so much on all the shiny, amazing, wonderful things that are associated with whatever goal or project or pursuit you are going for. And what it actually is, is what are you willing to put up with? Or as she says it, the analogy she uses is which shit sandwich are you prepared to eat? Because the good things about having your own business are freaking amazing. The freedom, the earning capacity, the creativity, the joy and connections and all of the things that you see online. That is an easy yes. It's an easy choice to ditch your full-time job in pursuit of your own beautiful business. But what are you prepared to do for that? And like Elizabeth Gilbert, if you know the book, this is going to make so much more sense for you. But what she says is when she was pursuing a writing career. She was just so in love with the idea of being a writer and doing the work and getting in the mud and doing the practice of writing that when she would sit down with her writer friends and they would be bitching about how hard it was and how little money they were making, she was basically saying, I'm sitting here munching on my shit sandwich, so grateful to get the opportunity to eat it. And I'm eyeing off my friend's sandwich, wondering if they're going to finish that. And it is so 
counterintuitive to what we see in the online business world. For me to even just be talking like this about business, it's pretty unusual for a business coach to say, hey, it's not always rainbows and puppy dogs. It is hard sometimes. And you are probably going to want to quit and wonder if this is ever going to work. And I know the usual business coach strategy would be for me to paint a picture so idyllic that you rush to work with me so that you can have what I have. But I'm coming to you from a place of not wanting to build a false expectation of what it's like. In actual fact, I want the complete opposite. I want you to know what you're getting into and be so excited and sign up for this life with your eyes open, knowing that probably one day if you keep showing up and keep doing the work and even on days when you have awful off days, there's probably going to be people looking at your Instagram account wishing they were where you are. The other reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I know the reason so many of you are feeling all the feels about whether this is possible or if you can make this work and wishing it was different or that you were further along is because this is the picture that's constantly being painted for you as to what it should be like. And when it's not like that in your reality, you think there's something wrong with you and that buying another course or working with someone is going to fix you. Or when you see your friends and business besties out there and they're doing all this amazing stuff and they're showing up and you haven't even launched yet and they're struggling to get clients and you're sitting there wondering how are you ever going to make it if you're so much further behind them? It is hard sometimes. And don't get me wrong, I love my life. I love my business and the work that I do, but I'm not going to lie and say it's the easiest path and that every day is Instagram worthy, hashtag laptop lifestyle. Your business coach and the programs you sign up for cannot guarantee you success. And I'm not saying this to be a downer. The reality is there are a million variables, including what success actually looks and feels like for you and how you'll know when you get there, which might be different to what you're currently chasing. And so I know this is a big topic to tackle first thing, but I know these conversations keep coming up for a reason. And instead of trying to sell you a program or my one-on-one coaching, I'm not going to leave you here if you're feeling like this. And hey, just a side note, if you're not feeling like this, uh, all power to you right now. I'm cheering you on. Save this episode and come back to it if you do find yourself having one of these days in the future. So let's get into some practical steps and practices that might help you on those days. I want you to know that I see you and I get it. And I also want to share some things for you to explore so that you can rest, you can take a break, don't quit or step back and navigate what comes next if you do decide this isn't for you. And all and any of those are okay. What I've learned working with people in both one-on-one and group capacities is that having these conversations is often a really great way out of the funk. Sometimes actually hearing some of these things said out loud, knowing that you're not the only one going through it can be a huge relief and start to immediately shift that energy. Knowing that having fears, concerns, worries, and off days are such a human part of the experience and that everyone goes through this from time to time can be a massive game changer when you're sitting alone at your computer wondering if you suck and if you'll ever get a client. So that's my first step. Take a moment, pause this podcast, go for a walk and re-listen to it, or bring together some friends to just talk about all the things that are going on for you. Say out loud what you're feeling. Give those fears a little bit of air to breathe, not too much, but a little bit of air because hiding from those thoughts and pretending they aren't there actually causes more stress to the nervous system. I always find I start to relax when I'm thinking or feeling something. I say it out loud and then my nervous system can chill out and I can move past it. And then start to work out what's next. Do you need a break? Do you 
need some space or do you need to create a backup plan if your launch doesn't go the way you want? What do you need to feel safe in your business and what can you put energy in that you can control instead of worrying about all the things you can't control, which is basically you can't control any outcome. You can't control how anyone is going to receive something you put out or who's going to sign up to work with you, who's going to reply to your emails or like your posts. The only thing that you can control is what you do next. You can control how you want to show up each day. And that doesn't necessarily mean showing up online, posting something on Instagram and being visible. But when I say that, I mean in reverence for the work that you're here to do each day, which sometimes is actually your own personal work. The modality that you're learning and teaching and embodying, sometimes you actually just need to be with that for a day and remind yourself of what you need within this as well. You can control what you do when things don't go as you hoped. And this came up in my launch incubator recently, a question each and every one of us asks ourselves when we launch something, what if nobody signs up? Or what if one person signs up and then I have to run a whole group program with only one person? And my answer to this is, well, what if that does happen? Will having a bit of a plan for those what ifs help you to feel more confident, calm and collected through your launch? Great do it. With every pursuit, with every new project or skill or life direction we take, every launch, every new idea or offering, there is a learning curve. There are elements that we have to show up for that aren't the most fun things to do in the world. And as business owners, sometimes that's doing a bunch of things that don't actually have anything to do with the service that we're here to provide. So just to sum things up, I know this is a big topic. I know a lot of you out there are feeling like this right now and that it is absolutely okay to doubt, to question, to wonder, to wish that things were different. It's okay to be there for a little while, but I truly, truly hope that you can accept that all of these parts of you, all of these emotions that you're moving through are in pursuit of your journey with this work that you're here to do. Take some time, take a breath, walk away for a day or a week, whatever you need, and then come back and decide what comes next. Because at the end of the day, where you put your energy and your next step They are the things that you can control. I hope that this gave you something to think about. If you are totally out of agreement with me, that is absolutely fine. I am just one person saying it as I have seen, lived, and shared experiences with people over the years. If you loved this, please come and let me know. Hey, even if you didn't love it and you have thoughts, please let me know about that as well. If you want to revisit this and actually come back but not have to listen to it again, you can head to emergeandexpand.com slash podcast 001 and grab the full transcript, the show notes, and a full breakdown of everything I've talked about today. And make sure that you check out episode two. It is the first interview in the Do Business Differently interview series with my friend and mentor, Julie Parker, CEO of the Beautiful You Coaching Academy. Thank you so much for being here. Stick with it. Remember to stop and breathe sometimes, and I will catch you in the next one.